drive-thru show. Powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. The Mike Wagner Show brings you famous celebrities and amazing people from all over the world. Listen online at themikewagnershow.com and on Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And watch the interview on YouTube. So sit back and relax and enjoy the Mike Wagner Show. Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Looking for a professional website without breaking your budget? Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition way. Call today at 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show, get 10% off your first order. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, the Mike Wagner Show can be heard on the MikeWagnerShow.com. You can check our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash the Mike Wagner Show. You can download and listen on Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also on Anchor FM, Radio Public, iTunes, Google Play, and Apple. You can also take the Mike Wagner Show with you on any mobile device and subscribe to the Mike Wagner Show on the YouTube channel. We're here with a wonderful lady based in New York City. She's a vocalist, songwriter, composer, and producer. Also an author, originally grew up in Townsend, Maryland, which is not too far from the Baltimore area, just around the East Coast. Um, she's a daughter and author of a, of a professor, and she began writing songs, short stories, at an early age. And what makes this very talented singer very unique, she has a con- congenital visual impairment, which is um, coloboma of the retina, causing legal blindness. And I hope I got that right. I'm not a doctor, just play one on TV. And, um, and of course, you, she's got um, a couple of... Uh, Big releases out. She wants to talk about a few signals and um, also play a couple of tunes for us. She's all set to go. So, ladies and gentlemen, live from New York City, the very talented and up-and-coming Lachi. Lachi, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good day. <laughs> yes, and good 365. There you go. That's a party in there for you. You're a vocalist, songwriter, composer, producer. You're based in New York City. You've uh, released, co-written, and collaborated on numerous albums and singles. And you're often described as a mix of pop, EDM, singer-songwriter. And uh, you also have a congenital visual impairment, which yes. is collarbone of the retinal causing legal blindness. And you also got some um, music coming out as well, too. And you talk about your upcoming singles. You're going to play for us. And first of all, just tell us how you got started. I was always into writing and music ever since I was a kid. Um, The legend has it that my older sister was supposed to be the big musician because she could dance. Uh, She Mm -hmm. couldn't sing worth a darn. So, (laughs) but my mother got her this keyboard and uh, the legend is that she threw it in the garbage and I picked it out and then Mozarted my way around it at like four. I don't remember that memory, but that's what my mom goes around saying. So I believe it. Uh, but yeah, I've always been into writing and, you know, drawing and, and playing music ever since I was, you know, a fetus. So uh, <laughs> still doing it now. Still doing it now. That, that was amazing, too. And uh, who are some of your influences that, um, you know, shape your career? Well, some of my influences growing up were people like Alicia Keys, uh, because, you know, um, just a combination of keyboard and soul has always been my thing. I was a big Lauryn Hill fan, but, you know, funnily enough, uh, I grew up listening to the Beatles and um, uh, like uh, Pink Floyd, uh, pretty much anything my mom put in 
because she was just into all of that music at that time. And so she forced me to listen to it. I listened to a lot of Beatles. I listened to it. She and I was also very heavily influenced by uh, classical music. So, you know, Mozart, Chopin, Beethoven, Satie, things like that, uh, just because I was into piano. And mm. so when you take that and um, also when I was in elementary school or whatever, I listened to a lot of, um, you know, Linkin Park. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins was a big one, um, no doubt. And what's what's that other? Sublime. Uh, and so I took all of that, the hip hop that I liked, the sort of grunge 90s music that I liked, my mom's old 60s music and classical music, and it sort of became my style. And, and one of the biggest current day influences for me is uh, Sia. I love her writing. I love her vocal play. Uh, and so I hope that answers your question. Oh, that's amazing, too. <laughs> I mean, you just have a background. You talked about piano. Were you ever a classically trained when it came to um, classical music on the piano? I was never actually trained uh, on the piano, or I wasn't really trained vocally until I started paying for my own vocal coach just much later in life. Uh, so I wasn't actually trained. So when I do say my influencers, they really were my teachers as well. Mm-hmm. And that's something too. And of course, of course, you're also born with a congenital visual impairment, which is Colin Bowen. Maybe just um, explain a little bit further. And uh, how did that get you to, um, you know, get through uh, playing music with that um, with that impairment? Got it. Yeah, uh, coloboma. Yes, it's um, an issue where you, it's like a retinal slash optic nerve issue and all sorts of crazy things that can't be fixed with glasses. So I just have always, I was born with it. So I have always had to deal with it. And since it's my whole life and my worldview, I don't recognize what I'm missing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that I'm visually impaired, even though I know I'm visually impaired, but this is how I've always seen. So I'm able to get around the way I get around, do things the way I do things in order to survive and adapt. Um, But I will say that, there actually has been some advantage, sort of an advantage to it within my music career. Um, it allowed me to kind of learn myself. I mean, I, I had trouble kind of being like a big social butterfly growing up. Um, I spent a lot of time just kind of on my own, cultivating my art, cultivating my craft, and uh, just getting better at writing, getting better at music. And I mean, the kids would pick on me, so I had a lot of you know, material, I guess, to write about. And, um, but it's, it's, it's just been who I am. So I don't necessarily recognize what I'm missing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's interesting as well, too. You also studied uh, music at New York University. You also worked yes. for the um, U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Oh, and um, you just tell about your time at New York University. And also, um, what did you do for the Army Corps of Engineers? Uh, I Well, so yeah, I studied music at NYU uh, when I moved to New York, and uh, it was an interesting time um, moving from North Carolina to the big, crazy, fast-paced city, uh, but it was definitely worth it, especially because I, I have a visual impairment, and it's so easy to get around in New York with the metro system and, and the way the streets are set up with, you know, uh, First Avenue, Second Avenue, Third Avenue, it's, it's easy to figure out where you are because it's a grid. Uh, And then for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, which was my desk job, I worked at a desk. Um, I was I worked as a civilian um, and I worked to help um, just program management and project management. So I worked Mm. 
behind the desk typing away um, and then eventually recognized um, people would come up to my desk because I was also still doing music on the side and people would be like are you the same girl we just went to your concert and saw? Like, that doesn't make sense. What are you doing here? <laughs> so <laughs> eventually I ended up going full-time into music. That is amazing, too. And we'll talk about uh, some of your concerts as well, too. And you also attended the University of North Carolina where you created the all-female a cappella group called the UNC Cadence. And you can yeah. just uh, tell us about that. It sounds like you're really doing some trailblazing here. I did. I, I found it. I've always loved a cappella music. It's one of my favorite things in the whole world. Just a bunch of voices coming together with no instruments and showcasing the, the beauty and harmony of blending vocally. So I love uh, doing that with only females. Because we all know men can hit bass notes, you know, and, and do really deep tones. And they all have they also have the advantage of being able to hit really high notes. So I love being able to show the versatility of females. Uh, so I started that group. And I also started a second group here in New York called Mezzo, M-E-Z-Z-O, mm. Mezzo NYC. And they're also great. So check them out. I'm not in that group currently, but they're they're still they're strong and they're doing great. They're actually um, doing better now that I'm uh, gone. <laughs> Amazing too. You also had you also had some music out too that you collaborated with a number like Market Schultz and um, Maduke, yeah. and you also had um, was was it um, you, you also got your own call Living a Lie. Just look at your website that's, that's here and um, Snoop Dogg. Um, just tons of tons of collaborations. Mm. Um, and my latest one was with in terms of one of my bigger collaborations. My latest one was with Marcus Schultz. And um, another DJ called Fisherman. Now, they're really huge in sort of the EDM trance world. Um, mm -hmm. Marcus Schultz is kind of a household name in trance. And then Fisherman is like sort of an up and coming, huge fan base um, trance DJ as well. And so I, as a vocalist, as a pretty versatile vocalist, I like to dabble in different genres within sort of pop and EDM and um and so I popped through their world and it's just been a beauty. We put out this song called Far and uh, it's been doing very well. Amazing, too. And you mentioned Snoop Dogg and uh, what's it like working with him? You know, it turns out um, people ask me this all the time. What's it like working with this guy or that guy or these people that you worked with? And really, I wish I could say it's super fun and glamorous and we smoked weed and hung out in the back of a truck. <laughs> but <laughs> it's all business. Half the time, it's all just the handshakes of of managers and agents, and then you pop into the studio and and you pop out of the studio. That's mm. the real like truth of it. So, <laughs> yeah, that is amazing too. And of course, um, we'll talk about some of your music and uh, some of your concert appearances as well too. You listen to the Mike Wagner Show at the MikeWagnerShow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at SonicWebStudios.com for all you need. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition way. Call today at 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at SonicWebStudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show. Get 10% off your first order. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Also, the Mike Wagner Show can be heard on the MikeWagnerShow.com. You can check our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash The Mike Wagner Show. You can download and listen on Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also on Radio Public, Anchor FM, and iTunes, Google Play, and Apple. 
Also, subscribe to The Mike Wagner Show on YouTube and take The Mike Wagner Show with you on any mobile device. We're here with a wonderful singer, vocalist, songwriter, composer, and producer from New York City, Lachi, who's based in um, Townsend, Maryland, not too far from Baltimore. And um, before we get summer music, and uh, what was it like growing up in the uh, Maryland area for you? So I actually only lived in Maryland uh, when I was super young. Uh, and then I moved to Pennsylvania and was there for just a small amount of time in West Philly. And then I moved to upstate New York and was there for a little bit of time and then also moved to North Carolina. So quite frankly, I've kind of been up and down the northeastern seaboard. Um, and uh, that is the answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I tell people like I lived in some of the most ghetto parts of West Philly. I've lived in some of the most hunky-dory parts of Maryland. I've lived in some of the whitest parts of upstate New York. And I really feel that that's shaped my, you know, ghetto, hunky-dory, white, black self. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm like a piece of each place I've lived in. And, and of course, you also trailblazers as well, too. And, um, you know, talk about some of your music as well, too. You got um, a song called What I Want, which is that body. You can just uh, tell us a little bit about that. What I Want actually ended up getting sponsored by ES Collection. Um, they were very excited about the song. I mean, I wrote it at the time, um, right when all of the women kind of took over Congress. Mm-hmm. I was like, it just felt so... We're walking into the bar and we're saying, I want that, you know, and we're the ones picking out the guys from the, you know, from the bar stools. And that was the sort of feeling I got when uh, the women took over. And uh, so that song was born and um, the song kind of took off um, a lot of like the LGBT community, the the women empowerment community um, really enjoyed the tune. ES Collection, which is a big um, fashion brand out of uh, Europe ended up picking up the song and sponsoring it. And it's just been uh, a, a great, fun ride. And in fact, that song actually just got placed into a movie called Married Young. Really? And yeah, it's the, it's a, I, th- I believe the movie is going to be coming out this November. Uh, the movie's called Married Young, and there's a bunch of people in it. One of my favorite characters, you know, Bill Lumberg from The Office? Yes. It, yeah, The Office Space. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in that movie. So it's, it's just a crazy movie about a guy who gets married too young. And um, and my song is in that. What I want is in that film. So That's amazing, too. And since you're next to your keyboard, maybe you can just uh, play a little bit for us. God. <laughs> or, 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 if you, or if you want a new acapella, that's fine, too. Let me see if my keyboard is even plugged in right now. Oh, God, it happens to be. All right. So... <laughs> um. I'll just sing a little bit of, um, I can sing a little bit of Far, which, like I said, is the song I did with Marcus Schultz. Um, that one just came out recently, so feels like it'd be a little more appropriate. Okay, great. How about it? All right, here we go. All right, here we go. See me? Yes, okay.
sky is fine. That was amazing. Wow. Oh, wait, wait. oh God was not ready. I was not ready. <laughs> oh, that sounded great. That sounded great. And, of Thank course, you. you had your um, debut out. You had Time Heals, Such a Fool. And, of course, you know, we just uh, mentioned our time, The Boss, Selfish Release, and um, Living a Lie, and um, yes. Namaste with Julian Javin. And, I mean, yes. you just uh, produced a lot of people. I mean, just uh, hit upon some of your albums and uh, talk about some of your singles as well, too. Maybe some of the ones that, um, you know, got the most hits on social media. Um, one of my bigger social media splashes was definitely Go with Maddox. Um, he is a producer out of Amsterdam. Uh, he does liquid drum and bass, which is just that really fast sort of heart pumping music. Uh, we did a song together called Go. It blew up and went viral. It's got over a million, over two million spins by now. Wow. Um, and yeah, and it only came out a couple months ago. So we're very excited about that. It got some radio play. It got this, it got that. It's such a great song. And um, and Maddox did a great job with it. Very excited about that collab. Um, and very excited to be going back to Amsterdam. I'll be back in Amsterdam in October uh, just to hang out for the big um, Amsterdam dance festival. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and what got you going to uh, Amsterdam? i like to hear about it. Sounds like you're very popular out there. Well, Amsterdam, I've worked with a ton of um, producers from Amsterdam, but also just Europe in general. Um, so I definitely have to be, you know, EDM is bigger on that side of the world. So I got to get over there as much as I can. Um, so they're having this big dance event that they have every year. Everybody comes out every year uh, and it happens to be in Amsterdam. So I'm totally there for that. Going to meet up with everybody that I worked with over the past couple of years, go to some parties, drink some drinks, go to some shows um, and hopefully join a couple of people on stage. As I'm known to do, I, I've been known to run on stage when I hear my song. No, regardless as to who's playing it. <laughs> that, that, was <laughs> so, that was amazing. That was amazing. Been through Amsterdam. And uh, what are some of the other parts in Europe and around the world where you've gotten some really good feedback? You mentioned about uh, Europe as well, too. Amsterdam's Moik number one. What are some of the other cities you've been very popular on the other side of this uh, On the other side continent? of the, you know, um, Germany is a big one for me. And uh, Denmark is a big one for me. Um Actually, I'm going to be releasing um, in, I believe the release date is going to be right at the end of October, which is October 25th. I'm going to be releasing uh, a song with Clave. He's a big producer out in Sweden. And I haven't really touched the Sweden market yet, so I'm very excited about that. And uh, I will also be releasing a tune through Sony Italy. I'm nice. not sure if it's going to be at the end of the year or right at the top of next year. Um, so I'm very excited about delving into the Italian market as well. I'm all about collab like international collaboration. Um, one yes. of my favorite collabs was with uh, an Israeli DJ um, named, um, how do you say it? Zafrir Ifrach. And, um, Close that, enough. <laughs> that, yeah, that video ended up getting a million hits on YouTube. So we did something right. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. It's <laughs> running. It's running. And, and, and where are some of the other cities you uh, plan as well, too? Any stops like in Japan or somewhere in Asia or maybe even like in Russia or, or anywhere well, like that? Two answers to that. Number one, I would love to go to Asia. I haven't been yet, and I haven't had the opportunity to snag a collab with, like, you know, a Japanese producer or a Korean producer or anything like that. But I'm definitely... Working on it. Any of you producers out there that want to work with me, I am 
really would love to get to um, tap into the Asian market. Um, and then in terms of Russia, actually, uh, I am in talks with several Russian producers. So that might actually be a thing. In fact, I just was in Russia in St. Petersburg. Everyone should go to St. Petersburg. It's so beautiful. Everybody's so nice because they're so used to tourists. Um, the food's great and everything's cheap. So go to St. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so so I'm trying to work with um, a few Russian producers and that looks like that is more of a definite than not. So excited about that. That's amazing. What And besides, um, you know, being in New York and the uh, East Coast area, where are some of the uh, other cities in the United States um, you've gotten some great reception in with your music? Um, I mean, the Northeast is kind of my home, not just New York. You know what I mean? The New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, D.C. sort of area. Uh, I have gone out to L.A. and I have done some music, uh, some shows on the West Coast, but I really do need to get out there more. But Northeast is my comfort area. And I mean, of course, as every musician, I've been out to South by Southwest and, and done the whole Austin, Houston situation and was well, well received there. Um so y'all <laughs> it's that's, EDM that's the thing though like dance music is just not as big as it could be in the US mm -hmm. and, and, and I have to say that um, I, I'm just trying to think of the word uh, techno that's what I was trying okay. to think of it's what I was used to is that um, would that be considered the same as EDM or is that um, totally different because you know, every time you think of electronic dance music I also yeah. think of techno right so the, 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 you bring up a very interesting and difficult question because there's a current debate as to what exactly EDM means. Some people hate the term because they feel like it's too encompassing of just everything when there's so many different sort of genres. Um, you know, you've got techno, you've got dubstep, you've got mm -hmm. trance, you've got Chicago house, you've got drum and bass, you've got like chill, you've got acid, you've got so many different genres where if you kind of show it to a lay person they're like oh this all just sounds like a robot farting uh but anybody, <laughs> anyone in the actual genre will uh you know so it's still kind of up for debate according to me and most lay people techno would be considered under the blanket of edm yes okay we just want to get that clarified that's all so every time yeah. i think about electronic dance music i think of techno but um you know i i've i've been in for a while too myself and of course you know you know dj everything like that i mean everybody should experience it so <laughs> yes 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 so uplifting you know you just got to let go of the stress and kind of just allow your like the music to push your body around sometimes mm -hmm. it really does do something Mm -hmm. And of course, we'll talk about where you're going to be playing in concert and um, just a few more things. You listen to the Mike Wagner Show at the MikeWagnerShow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at SonicWebStudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition way. Call today at 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show. Get 10% off your first order. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Also, the Mike Wagner Show can be heard on the themikewagnershow.com. You can check our Facebook page at facebook.com slash themikewagnershow. You can download and listen on Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also on Anchor FM, Radio Public, iTunes, Google Play, and Apple. Take the Mike Wagner Show with you on any mobile device and subscribe to the Mike Wagner Show on YouTube as well. We're here with a wonderful artist uh, based in New York City. 
named Lachi. She's a vocalist, songwriter, composer, producer, and author. And um, she uh, was born with um, a, a congenital um, visual impairment, which is Calabona. And, um, mm-hmm. of course, she, she's been to uh, work her way through and um, also attended University of North Carolina, where she created a couple of groups and um, also studied music at New York University. And also, you're going to be... Um, hitting the trail pretty soon so tell everybody um where you're gonna be at and also you played in uh such places like at uh pride fest in milwaukee open for pay la Belle, and um you, you know you mentioned you've been in amsterdam and a few others and um oh right. yeah yeah uh, <laughs> I, I i thought something got in the way here so <laughs> yeah i thought there was like i was trying to fix something anyway go ahead no, no, but I was just going to ask you as well, too. It's like, you know, you know, what are some of the most significant uh, concert venues you've been at and mm-hmm. also where will you be uh, touring as well? So I I think one of the biggest things I actually did was probably not even a concert. Um, I ended up uh, getting on to the op- one of the Oprah radio shows mm-hmm. and performing on Oprah radio. That was probably one of my uh, bigger performance achievements, although it, Opening for Patti LaBelle was also like a huge deal as well. Um, I've played a pretty some of the biggest venues here in New York. I've played at um, the Bowery, um, the Joe's Pub, and uh, ooh, what was it called? It's shut down now. God dang it, Webster Hall. And now they've shut it down. And I was like so proud that I played at it, and then it just new management. Um, and and then like I said, like you already know, I've I've been to Europe, I've been through the South and things like that. And I think the next big thing that I have coming up is the Amsterdam situation. Um, like I said, I've collaborated with a bunch of DJs out there, and I will most likely be playing out there, if not just kind of on the stage while my song is 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 going while I'm out there. And so there's going to be a lot of of hullabaloo out in Amsterdam. Um, and then right after Amsterdam's over, um, the movie that my song is in is coming out and we're going to be doing a big premiere for that. And then after that, we'll be putting out Easy Pass, which is the song that I'm doing with the Swedish producer Clave. Um, so that will be coming out under a label called TGR, which is a big label out in Sweden. So excited for that. Nice. Sounds like you got a album in the works. Just to keep us up to date. Love to have it back on again for it. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I know. This has been great. This has been great. <laughs> great. I like the fact that you just let me ramble. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Did you say Rambo? <laughs> yes, you let me Rambo. <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think I'm in Sylvester Salomo now. So. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And of course, of all, and of course, of all the work you've done as well, too. We have just a few minutes. We know you're very busy, but um, it's great to have you on. What do you consider your most favorite projects and the most challenging? Uh, what's been my most favorite project and what's been my most challenging? Correct. Uh, I would say my most favorite project would have to be, ooh, that's hard. So many projects have been uh, so much fun. Um, I did, I, I, I will probably have to say far uh, with Marcus Schultz, only because when I originally wrote that song, I had written it like for myself. And it was supposed to be this private, a very private song. Like singer songwriters know what I mean. There's songs you write for the masses and there's songs you write for yourself. And that was actually like, I wrote it for myself. um, But Marcus Schultz, who's the big guy in trance, really liked what I did. 
and we collaborated on it and he put it out and then it did really well and and then they remixed it and then now the remix is doing really well and it's got hundreds and thousands of streams and now Armin Van Buren is spinning it for crowds of like hundreds of thousands of people. Wow. And I'm just going like, this is a song that I was supposed to just be for me. <laughs> so, but it's it's been it's been really great. People are DMing me, going, "I really love this song. It's really touched me." So I'm very excited about that. So that's probably one of my more favorite um, of projects. And in terms of challenging, they're all challenging in their own ways. Um, I, I always pretty much have fun for the most part. So I don't know if I can't really come up with anything right now off the bat. <laughs> So, it, it sounds like everything is fun for you, which is good. So, <laughs> I mean, like you said um, before we we went on air, I mean, it's not work if you love it, right? So, mm-hmm. if you love what you're doing, you're you're not really working. You're just hanging out and you know making money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and that is a good thing too. And who do you consider biggest influence in your career? Uh, I would say one of my bigger influences right now, um, like I said earlier, Sia. Um, I really love her songwriting style. I really love her voice and her vocal style. Um, a lot of it has like literally influenced me. And then I like how she's sort of laid back and um, just isn't all about the limelight, which is um, like I sort of am. Uh, I, I love to, I'm boisterous and I'm super outgoing, but I don't need to be um, center stage, you know? So I, I, I like that about her as well. So she mm-hmm. influenced me a lot. That was amazing, too. And what's the best advice you can give to anyone at this point? Ooh, well, I would say if you're struggling, uh, you know, one of my biggest things that I had to overcome was the naysaying that I gave to myself uh, because I internalized everybody else's naysaying. So everyone else would say, oh, you're not going to be able to or you can't do this. And then I internalized it and then said it to myself. Um, and then the best thing you can do is just try to protect yourself against the naysayers around you, but also your own internal naysaying. And then once you're able to get rid of that, you have no idea the amazing things you can do. Mm-hmm. That does sound amazing. I just want to say, Lachi, it's been a fantastic uh, time with you. It's Thank you very great, much buddy. for your time. And uh, looking forward to having you again soon. And uh, keep us up to date and uh, send sure. me some uh, emails, messages, where from Amsterdam yeah. and saying, um, <laughs> hey, this is great. Send me a drink, whatever. So <laughs> I'll, I'll mail you a drink. <laughs> there you go. It's like, you know, you know where to reach me. So <laughs> and and, when, and once again, before we go here, what are your upcoming projects? What's your website? How do yep. people contact you? Where can people get a hold of your music? You guys, you can find me at Lachi Music, L-A-C-H-I-M-U-S-I-C, Lachi Music. You can just Google it or you can if you like Twitter, if you like Instagram, if you like Facebook, what are you a SoundCloud person? If you like Spotify, iTunes, I'm everywhere. Um, Lachi Music, L-A-C-H-I. You can check out my new song, Easy Pass, coming out with Clave. It's a lot of fun. And um, check out the movie Married Young. I, like I said, Bill Lumberg's in it and I've got some music in it. So check me out. Lachi, L-A-C-H-I. That is fantastic. And Lachi, just want to say you've been fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon. Oh. Thank you very much for your time and uh, do us Thank a favor. You. Keep us up to date, especially okay. from Amsterdam. <laughs> Will do. Thanks 
for listening to the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Listen online at themikewagnershow.com and on Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And watch the interview on YouTube. Also, become a sponsor of the program and or donate today at themikewagnershow.com. Join us again tomorrow for another episode of the Mike Wagner Show.